All right, Zach. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, Ryan, is, <laughs> is the force with you? I, yes. I have my, I have my, I have my alcoholic beverage. I have to, I have to have to cope. May the force be with you, <laughs> Master. Okay. Mm. Oh. Mm. 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 So, so this week, so this week we watched uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Um, the that classic, classic Star Wars film, um, which I still had you seen the clip of? Did I? I, I watched it. I watched it after watch it. after you mentioned it. I did watch it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Isn't that? Isn't that? It's <laughs> like one of my favorite. You things. and McGregor's Attack of the Clones. He's just he's just laughing. So um, yeah. Uh, All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like where the best place to start is. I I want you. I I don't like this movie. Okay. I, I shouldn't say that. I I oh. I like I like the movie. I think this is this might be my least favorite Star Wars movie. Maybe. Um, Why did you see? So okay. Okay. So um. Like where where do you even start? Um, yeah, I, I, guess... I feel like overall. I yeah, didn't, I didn't enjoy this as much as I enjoyed the Phantom Menace, even. And, yeah, uh, which is saying a lot to me. <laughs> it's just like it's it's crazy how they went from this the, the little Anakin who was who was kind of weird and annoying to the a little older Anakin who's kind of weird and annoying in a different way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's yes, so, and there's so much different... of him. There's so much of his dialogue in this movie too. It's like ooh. oh. Every yeah. every scene, I was like, "Oh God, here we go again." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so here's an interesting thing. I didn't realize this before. Um, I still blame George Lucas most most mostly, Damn. but he wasn't the only writer on this film. Mm-hmm. This was a co-written screenplay. Okay, which somehow, which to me makes it worse because that means <laughs> two somebody mi- two minds came together, and that means someone read through the script. And was like, oh yeah, okay, this stuff's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, none of this is okay. <laughs> it's not okay. Um, um, yeah. Okay. So three minutes into the movie, I was like, I paused. I was like, this is three minutes in. He's like, I guess I was wrong. There's no danger at all. Explosion. I was like, oh god. <laughs> I was all gonna right. say that. Watching it again this time, that's almost comedic timing. It is. It's definitely comedic. I was like, what I laughed. That's goofy. I, I, laughed I laughed too. While I was watching it. It was like, <laughs> well, there's no was... danger at all. Instantly. <laughs> 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 it was, it, yeah. Immediate danger. Uh, that's that stuff you see on Boy Meets World, like stuff like that. Well, they'll say something. You know, it's how, not going to happen like that. And of course, it happened. That's how they opened the movie. It was supposed to be like, oh man, a big, like, uh, there was like an attack. There was an assassination attempt, but it was really like goofy in the delivery. <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh, explosion, but I don't, it's like nothing happened to anyone, right? Because it's just a random goofy explosion. No people died. It was an assassin. yeah, and then she also goes like, "I failed you, and I failed you, Senator." And it's like, um, wasn't the whole point for you to be a decoy? <laughs> was it, didn't you didn't you then do your job pretty well by? <laughs> dying for her i feel like that's not failing her yeah well (laughs) i failed you also also apparently i guess every politician has a decoy in star wars universe now because she had a decoy when she was a she was a queen now she has a decoy still when she's a senator i guess the nubians are just very uh mistrusting of everyone (laughs) yeah 
the decoy just stays on the payroll with whoever whoever they're with. So um, Palpatine has one? Did Palpatine have a have a decoy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar even has a decoy for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll start I just have random notes, so I'm like I don't know where to go. I just wrote notes yeah. as I was watching it's, it. It's it's hard to it's it's hard to like parse this movie out like methodically because so, like uh, <laughs> a lot of the awfulness is just compounded from the previous film it's just like the plot kind of doesn't make it's simple but it, yet it still doesn't make sense um because characters do and say things that are just that are infuriating and make no logical sense at all hmm. and the entire film is just like one of those that have things happening after another I will so, say I did start falling asleep during this movie, and I I've, I don't know if it's it, I could have uh, just I been I could have just been tired though too. That's an element. But <coughs> no, I know. was looking I was looking down at my phone through a lot of this movie again. But like yeah. you know, I, I always try to be as attentive as possible, especially when I'm talking about it and I haven't watched this in years. So mm-hmm. uh, I will say the, like the first thing I noticed is like I still after seeing him even closer, I'm like I don't like CGI Yoda. It just doesn't do it for me. I'm like I, I just miss the I miss the old days, of uh, yeah, especially yeah. watching it back to back, the this original trilogy to this. I'm like, ugh, I don't like seeing them up and close so much, and it's just awkward. I always find it awkward when there's CGI characters that are interacting with live action because you know they're just standing there, pretending yeah, there's something. Yeah, and that happens all the time in this movie. Yeah, like, horribly all the time. Mm. Um. In fact, I think uh, the behind the scenes of this movie, like Rick McCallum says, every single shot there's a special effect. There's a blue screen, something in every shot, and it's like, mm. why is that a good? Why is that a good thing? That, okay. I mean, I guess maybe for 2002 that was like cutting edge or whatever, but yeah, surely they must have known like that. That like you're just setting your movie to look just terrible in the future. I mean, and and going off of that, what did you? Think of the whole sequence where where Obi Wan jumps off, grabs onto the thing, and he's flying around, and then falls down oh, onto Anakin's. Uh, oh, you mean speeder. you mean the spot where Anakin should have been the person that did that instead of him, because that made like no sense for the, the character of Obi Wan Kenobi, That's as true. we know him in this movie, to do that. <laughs> That's true. It made literally. I'd like. He was going for a wild ride out there. Whoa. He was like, okay, so I, I, I'm going to quote the Plinket review of this movie to you, because um, he, he does these fun asides. With like, It's like, okay, so there are so, several things that Obi-Wan Kenobi did not know when he jumped out the window. One, that that droid could support his weight. <laughs> yeah. Two, that, uh, that he would even be able to reach the droid at all by jumping out that way. Um, three, that the droid was not also a small bomb that would explode if someone was to do something like that. It was a wild play. By it, was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was insanity. It was, he just goes diving out the window. It was, oh and then this, the whole sequence, I was like, whoa, this is, this is weird. This is like a, a comedy where they're like, whoa. Oh, yeah, and the then, weird, that, that whole weird sequence. And I hate, I hate that, that uh, Anakin coming by on the speeder, catching him, and he's like trying to, maneuver himself to just right it's like oh right here yeah and then like half of that sequence is a rip off of blade runner like the whole the whole cityscape just like completely ripped blade runner off and i was like wow 
I'm not even the biggest fan of that movie, and I kind of wish I was watching that right now. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. was, it was just a little wacky, and that's how you go into it. So that set the tone. You, you set the tone with, there's looks like there's no danger at all. Guess I was wrong. Explosion. And then he leaps out, and that, all this is like within a matter of the first few minutes of the movie. I'm like, whoa. It's a crazy then, ride we're in for here. And then we have like a seedy, <laughs> seedy gross like strip club sports bar. Um, yeah. It's not like a strip club, but there are like <laughs> yeah. hookers. Sp- there are space well, hookers there and drug dealers, and then like they cut off someone's arm, and then they have like a police interrogation. That this happens within minutes after of all this wacky hijinks. Mm-hmm. And also um, the first, the first like f- couple lines of dialogue from Anakin. It's like, all right, this guy's already a punk. He's like <laughs> immediately rubs you the wrong way. He's like, okay, I mean, you can already tell. <laughs> Little Anakin hasn't hasn't stayed as pure as he once was, and, and Obi Wan also is not. It thinks he's a punk too throughout like all of this entire movie. Yeah, o- Obi Wan like hates him like the whole movie. He's like annoyed and, and like he, he never listens ever. And he's like, I'm trying, Master. You're not really you're trying. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Literally <laughs> nothing. To me. What you? Uh, he's an angsty yeah. little angsty teenager, and he just like storms off, and he's actually throws things. At one point, I, I do you have to say? I mean, I have a, a note that's like Anakin already a punk, and then mm-hmm. Annie catches Obi in speeder, and then Anakin already a psycho. Is the next one? <laughs> <Anakin> <laughs> he starts doing like oh, crazy. You tell us now. <laughs> He's just like it was like oh, where the where he that just, come? He has some weird yeah, and it's, I mean it's... I have to talk about as soon as possible. I need to talk about Anakin and Padme. And this whole... He's creepy Anakin. He's so creepy. <laughs> he's like... He's like, I don't like sand. It's so coarse and, and rough. Against your skin. And, what, what, and then he says something about... Here, everything here is so soft. And, and then he like... T- he reaches over slowly. And like touches her back. And, her she, back. and, she, and she apparently liked that. Yep. And it's like, oh, okay. Even, kiss. Even though, even though almost everything in sequence before that... Was like oh yeah, I wrote down giant, like, war- giant warning signs. Yeah, I wrote down like, a quote before that. She's like, please don't look at me like that. <laughs> it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> when a woman says that to a man, there that that means no. That means there's no attraction there. When a woman says but that, but apparently to a woman, no, th- we're getting the wrong idea. When a woman says that, that means oh, it's heating up. That's a good lesson to take away from this movie. It's really heating up when uh, when a guy gives you weird creepy sex looks please don't look at me like that and then, and then and you say don't look at me like that that means it's then, heating up and then, and then he, he continues to make creepy leer, leers at her <laughs> and then the kiss happens leaves. and then there's a immediate red flag where he's talk, he starts talking about like dictatorship <laughs> uh, that could be cool <laughs> he's like whatever it takes yeah and before he... <laughs> that though one of my favorites is how he like starts talking over her at like at like stuff that she knows she they're like on her own planet. They go back to Naboo because okay. So, basic plot structure of this movie: Palpatine is again causing a crisis um, by st- stuffs happening. Basically, he's uh, yeah. Um, there's there's a uh, this. He's basically forcing a separatist movement to happen from the Republic, which is causing this big. You know, it's a mass exodus of a bunch of Senate members uh, under this guy Count Dooku, who's played by Christopher Lee, doing his best he can with what he has so yeah so basically 
Palpatine is is causing this to happen. He's Chancellor now, um, and so in in the midst of this, Amidala is the most important figure in the in like an anti-war movement. She doesn't want to have the Republic uh, raise an army. She she thinks we we need to solve this diplomatically. There has to be another way. So there's been assassination attempts on her. So the Jedi Order. Um, sends out Obi-Wan and Anakin to, to be to protect her or whatever. So then they get caught up in this whole conspiracy with these bounty hunters and everything, which none of that really makes sense because it's like, why did Jango Fett send a changeling bounty hunter who can disguise themselves with a... even though they're, they're trying to hide their face, even though they can disguise themselves. Why did he hire them to do his job when he could have just done it way more efficiently? And so, so that all happens and that leads to the whole them figure... Obi-Wan goes on this wild goose chase and he finds... Oh, they're raising a clone army for something. That's weird. Um, and and then meanwhile, Anakin is taking care of Padme. He's he's tasked with taking her back to her own planet to go in hiding. Uh, and they disguise as refugees. So, but when they get to there, it's like Amidala talking with the queen, the current queen, and she's like t- saying like, "Oh yeah, we'll go to these places." And I, you know, I kind of know what's happening. And then Anakin's like, "No, excuse me." <laughs> he like interrupts her like while she's while she's talking to like. He, she's like, that, no, yeah. I, I know this place. He, he's like, no, I'm the security detail. She's like, no, this is my home. I know what I'm doing. He's just like, oh, sorry. Sorry. sorry it was like, oh, it's just like, <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It's so sorry, uncomfortable sorry. to watch. Um, okay, so I know I know people are like, people say, give give him credit. It was, the dialogue was terrible. He was doing the best he could. I don't think Hayden Christensen is that good of an actor. I've seen well, him in other. I've seen him in other movies, and I don't think he's that good. To be perfectly yeah, honest, he's just stiff in general. But I mean, I mean, a lot yeah. of these, <laughs> the characters in these movies are pretty stiff. But yeah, well, I mean, oh, that's the problem is that we're supposed to be. This is supposed to be like the height of Anakin and Obi Wan's friendship, and yet we get the we get this idea that Obi Wan just kind of finds him really annoying and arrogant. Yeah, there's and, never any sign of respect. Yeah, in one way or the other. <laughs> no, it's 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 kind of awful. Um, but then just like in their the personality of, of Anakin, it's just like he's very like monotone, but then it's just like, boom, he starts freaking out. And as if he like seems unbothered and then he's freaking out, he's like, yeah, God, it's because Obi-Wan. <laughs> and he's it's throwing like, stuff. what is it? What? <laughs> it's like, what do Obi-Wan have to do with any of this? Yeah, it's uh, it's. And then Pad- yeah. Padme is seeing all these red flags and she's like, yep, still on board with this. Yeah, and it's like. like this None is of a it, good relationship here. The romance makes literally, literally no sense. And then you get a true then, sense that she has fallen in love with this man. <laughs> and of course, we have my favorite scene in the whole movie: the fireplace scene, Ooh, where where up. then um, <laughs> where he starts he starts basically. <laughs> I'll quote the Plinkett review again: He starts basically begging for sex, and she says no. <laughs> Um, and she says, and she gives the weird excuse that no, it's because I'm a senator. Yeah, I'm a senator. You're a you're a Jedi. And it's like it okay, he he's sworn an oath, okay, of celibacy or whatever. He can't he can't he can't love or whatever. Which I think is there's so many things that they that they delve into in terms of the Jedi in this in this background stuff that I just I just can't understand and I don't like. It, I mean, they make them like weird creepy like monks for some reason it's like i can kind of understand some of that but like why don't you let why don't you let them the cel- like... yeah, the celibacy thing is like something that even shows like game of thrones have stuff like that too i'm like i've never understood it's like okay you gotta be hardened usually it's like 
the idea is you have to be like hardened for battle and you have focus and not be distracted. It's, but it's it's it, it's supposed to teach selflessness. So it like indulging in in love for one person is is a, it's kind of selfish in in a sense. So but, it's supposed to be teaching the Jedi that they they, they need to have a selfless love for um, for everyone um, in in the Force and to be like in one in one with that don't have any distractions things like that with the relationships but it's just it's Wait, weird it's yeah. like it's clearly you here, don't... here is clearly a mechanism just as conflict between this relationship because otherwise it's like there are two young beautiful people they just have at it so it's like no we have to make it so no we sh they shouldn't shouldn't be together so we have to come up with this this rule except it's it's so weird because it's like why did they send there, there's just really weird things about it because it's why like, okay, Anakin? why send Anakin, yeah. who's clearly having trouble with this sort of thing? <laughs> like they send that, him alone to go with her. Like Obi Wan knows that specific woman is the thing he's like so hung up on too. Yeah, and they also, yeah, I haven't thought I've thought about her every single day since I, I, I that was just like that was a, he said that to Jar Jar and I was like. <laughs> If I was like, if I was Jar Jar, I'd be like, ah, that's a weird like, Annie. Pretty hot. Just leaving. Pretty hot. Pretty, pretty hot. But yeah. Um. Well, yeah. And then, and then it's, and then it's funny because then she's like, no, we can't. It's like, but what have you been doing this whole time? You're wearing like, okay. I don't want to be like the kind of person that's like, well, she was clearly like asking for it, yeah. you know. But like, when you're tr like everybody does this men do this women do this when you're trying to attract people of the opposite sex someone that you're interested in you do and wear specific things to attract them and she's I, uh... she's like, she's going around flaunting her body like like unbelievably like a the whole backless thing and then like <laughs> i mean then, i made like, a comment the, the weird like I, I... pseudo bdsm thing that she's wearing at the fireplace scene <laughs> like where it's like <laughs> things coming down in the middle here and it's like yeah yeah like, I literally oh, wrote down, it was like, the re relationship heats up quickly, outfits get sexier and sexier. <laughs> As the movie progresses, like, it, she has so many outfit changes, and it's like, oh, God, wow. Oh. Damn. I am a, I, I, I am a huge fan. Big fan of, of her work. Of the white, of the white, uh, the white I, outfit. I was going to say that. That's my favorite outfit. I yeah, love it. That's my favorite outfit in Star Wars right there. When the when the exposed much. the it's, exposed yeah. midriff the exposed midriff yeah yeah that's, that's great that's those are my favorite outfits right there so I mean yeah. Natalie Portman so yeah I mean Natalie Portman is a very beautiful woman so yeah. um, wonderful addition but wow but wow um, love her character but wow yeah whatever <laughs> that is <laughs> so yeah so basically for so but that's so much of this movie. Like just looking it's, back, yeah, it's, it's more. It's like half the movie is focused romance, on this relationship, yeah. and it's teenage and it's romance. Terrible. It's just terrible, and it's like that's that's what's holding. I mean, there's a lot. The worst part is that the other half of the movie is just boring. Yeah, I really, I, yeah. It's as much as I like criticize this stuff. It was like I was begging for more of this the whole time. I was like, give me more of this hot. Romance between Padme and Anakin. Yeah, please. I mean, it's kind of like that. That that part's kind of like a train wreck. But the rest is like, uh, there's just like Obi Wan goes to a weird retro diner and he meets a guy whose pants are falling down. Somehow this <laughs> then, guy knows about this special dart that's and, weapon thing. And then Anakin and Padme end up in the classic assembly line maneuvering, uh, dodging <laughs> things that are trying to press you down in the assembly line, which is. I always love to see in Star Wars. Yeah. 
I, I will say I, I do like I do like the setting of Camino. Everything on Camino to me, I, I like that. That's always captivated me. I've always found the clone stuff like really cool. Um and uh Django Fett's fine, I guess. I mean I like the fact that Boba Fett was like an unaltered clone or whatever. He's, That's kinda cool. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, honestly, Obi Wan's whole his whole, his whole little, arc, but I don't besides, like it. Besides that one blip and, and also I will say, uh, watching this again, I, I I remember in theaters being like really impressed and excited about this. Is the uh, the the like super magnetic charges or whatever that they the big explosions in the asteroid built. Yeah. Those are cool. I've always liked that sound effect. Okay, yeah. And then that's about it. Yeah. And everything else is just dull and boring, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like um, like because you're cutting, but they were cutting between Obi Wan and Anakin. And most of the time when they cut back to Anakin's, it was just, like, the romance stuff, which is, like, supposed to be the boring part, and it's like, okay, let's cut back to the exciting part, but it's like, I didn't really enjoy any of Obi-Wan's stuff he was doing. Yeah, so Obi-Wan's basically piecing together, like, okay, so this guy who tried to kill Padme was the was the bounty hunter who's in charge of all the clones. All the clones, in fact, are actually modeled after him. Um, this army is being raised... Uh, supposedly by the authority of uh, a, a Jedi Master Sifo-Dyas who died about 10 years prior, which is about when the first movie took place. Um, and so you can kind of piece together that, okay, so uh, Palpatine and Dooku have been working behind the scenes for a long time. They've been playing the long game with this thing, um, like building this whole army and doing this whole separatist movement thing. Yeah, because Jango real Fitz, long Jan- game, yeah. Yeah, because then because Jango Fett basically is like, no, I don't know Sifo-Dyas. The guy I do business for is a guy named Tyrannus. Um, you find out then Tyrannus is Count Dooku's Sith name. That's that whole thing is just not done very well. It's not exciting. It's not really that interesting. It's it's interesting enough, but it, it doesn't offset like you said. It doesn't offset the the awfulness of how how it's silly and dumb the romance is. Okay, yeah. After after all the the Naboo stuff, they then go back to Tatooine because Anakin sees his mother dying. Oh and yeah, his mother, and his mother actually dies. Um, <laughs> I feel like that was so random. He's just like, oh, my mother's dying. Let me go do that just out of nowhere. Because it had to be like it's the or we have to show an excerpt of Anakin indulging in the dark side. Yeah. In this movie. Murdering Basically, Tusken it's, Raiders. It's kind of like yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's another thing. Talking about slaughtering uh, people like animals and women and children like animals, and then she's just like, "Yeah, it's okay." I understand. Yeah, she. Yeah, he he tells her all this, and then he's like freaking <laughs> out, throwing stuff. Oh, we want, and she's like, "Yeah." I mean, and then it it, it ultimately resolves, and I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> very plausible. Very plausible. So good. Yeah. All right. That's what oh, women but... want. Women want a violent maniac who yeah. only talks about himself. She does apparently. I mean, they're all she had all the red flags in the world. It was like, it's hard to feel bad for her now. At this point, it's like you saw. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he, he's not. He's unhinged. But aside from like the grand scheme of things, there's just a couple random moments that I found really weird too. And Star Wars does this in general. Even some of the good movies, they'll always have like, they'll get, start getting into this conversation or like say Anakin says something and Padme comes over and is like, it's alright. I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting conversation. Cool. And then it just wipe onto the next scene. 
and it's like right in the middle where is this like in the middle of a what i think is going to be an interesting part or a conversation and it'll just wipe away and like, oh all right done with that it's like they want to do as, as minimal in one take as possible almost but there was one part in particular where it's like they, they did the whole rolling on the grass thing uh where they're like roll, that was like rolling on that each was other like the, the only part that was the only part of the relationship that i found like that's kind of slightly genuine. That then, feels like then, playful, playful flirtation. But I just found it so weird when she was straddling him at the end there, and then just wipe. Oh out yeah, of that's here. weird. Oh, like, yeah, that's, oh. that's, 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 kind of, <laughs> that's kind of odd. Yeah. All right, and then there was another. There was another particular thing where she like at the end where she hops down onto the whatever it was that Anakin was on the lion, the lion yeah. thing, or the and no, that was the big uh, beast thing, whatever. She hops on. It's like a real quick, quick smooch. I'm like this quickest smooch I've ever seen. She's like, <laughs> real quick peck, real quick peck, peck on the like neck. I'm like, oh yeah. god, just like a lot of the stuff when they're falling onto things is like really abrupt. I'm like, god. I actually, and that I actually like the the beginning of that whole sequence. Uh, That's actually one thing I like that. I like, like them the, chained like, up. Yeah, I like that. Like you felt it was it was a little bit more tense and interesting. Like they're not just using their lightsabers. Like we then see for the I mean, rest it's a of the little tense, thing. but like Padme was immediately out. I mean, it's it's not. I mean, it's not like that tense. I'm just saying it's interesting. <laughs> Padme, as soon as she was there, she was already out of that thing on top yeah. of the pole. Like they did not do well with chaining them up. I, I will. I will say that this does have a line that I quote a lot: "Patience, Viceroy. Patience. She will die." <laughs> oh, and I, another. I just wrote down random quotes as a thing I've gotten into on this okay. journey. <laughs> Um, I've said a few of them along the way, but one in particular I thought was interesting. Padme says to Anakin, we live in a real world. Come back to it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what? We live in a real world. Come back to it. Yeah, and then, because it's like, well, we could keep the relationship a secret. And she's like, no, I could never do that. But I'm still going to wear sexy clothing. (laughs) And then Um, even in the beginning... Uh, Obi Wan, this is like it's just so in your face on the nose. He's like, "Why do I get the feeling you're gonna be the death of me?" I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah. that's Stupid. a little in your face." Yeah, I don't like. Why do that. I get the I feeling just... that you're going to kill me? Oh, you, do we also want to? We also want to talk about how three PO and R two D two are are awful in this movie. Uh, I hate they, them in this yeah, movie. It was so unneeded that whole <laughs> assembly line uh, mix. The assembly up line thing is just dumb. R2 with his stupid little thrusters or whatever that he's flying in on. And then 3PO with the worst puns I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. I'm beside myself. Uh, I'm beside myself, and this is such a drag. Such a drag, yes. Within classic five lines. seconds yeah. of each other. Yeah, classic Within lines five seconds, two puns, and they're not good. They're, and they're not even like, haha, I can appreciate that as a, as a somebody who likes puns. It's like, no, they're just embarrassing. I mean... Mm. <laughs> I found them more humorous than Jar Jar Binks, though. Jar Jar well, Binks, Jar Jar Binks in this movie. humorous in this movie. Yeah, in this movie, he he, he leads. It's Jar Jar Binks that uh, that completely goes against uh, Padme's wishes and is easily and like obviously duped into allowing <laughs> like like the scene well, before it happens. There, there's like, if only Senator Amidala was here. 
only she was here. Yeah, if only someone like, it, could it's represent. Like, it's done like that. Yeah. And he's just like, oh no, what am I going to do? And then apparently because he's in place of the senator, he can then propose like sweeping legislation to, no, we're going to raise a Delo Felagets. And everybody's like, yeah, Palpatine. Yeah, like, Grand Army of the Republic. Yeah. The Honorable Jar Jar Binks. We respect. Yes, yes, Palpatine. Yes. Yeah, and then he's like, "I love democracy." I mean, he's great. He's he he chews scenery, and he's great in like every scene he's in. But also the, yeah. the death death sticks. That was a nice uh, little. Uh, I like it, that. I like that. What what are thing. death sticks? I don't know. Some drug. Are they, a, I guess. are they a thing in in the Star Wars lore that are explained? Spice. Maybe they're maybe they're a stick of spice that you. That you do or whatever spice is like the drug of the star wars universe so i don't oh. like the, the big drug um i'd like to sell you some death sticks don't, you don't you want, want to buy some des- yeah do you want to buy some death sticks you will rethink your life <laughs> yeah. rethink my life yeah i like that that's fun but that's that's the highlight of the movie for me and then at the and then at the very end just uh boom married and right into boo it's like yeah. And that's a beautiful way to end the the perfect tying of the knot of that love story. Yeah, we also have uh, Yoda um, being uh, uh, jumping oh. around with a lightsaber. That's true. Which is, I still don't know how I feel about that. I remember when I was a little kid, I really liked it because I, I thought it was fun. But now that I'm old and I, I look at the older the older movies where Yoda was, mm, war does not make one great. <laughs> And had like really wise sayings about like you don't need your weapons and the forces you're the strongest ally you have and it's like no he's still like he's he's using a lightsaber and it's like shouldn't Yoda be like beyond especially with his size shouldn't he just be like like way beyond having to use a lightsaber I yeah. I, just, I don't know I just I've never really I mean I'm I guess kind it's, of an, in the middle. it's an interesting I'm, way to do a lightsaber fight I mean you get that huge yeah. height difference so you can have a a little bit of a different way to do the fight, have him jumping around and whatnot. Usually don't get that as much, but and it's like that's an excuse to be like, okay, it had to be CGI for something like that to happen. But yeah. I still don't like him as CGI. I just still don't really like Yoda that much in this movie in general. Well, Yoda's a Yoda's a stuffy jerk, and he's he really is not like a likable character in the the earlier move in the prequel movies. I don't think I've never. Analyzing him, he's always like, like judgmental and like that's. A, I mean, that's another weird thing is that I I guess Lucas was just sort of commenting. I guess on like how I don't know if he was trying to say something about like separation of like religion and state or something, or if that's that's reading way too far into it. But like the Jedi are way too integrated with the with the Senate at this point. Like that's that's the kind of vibe I'm getting from this, and I I feel like that that was like a point he was trying to make, but it's so it's so surface level, it doesn't really like ma- mean anything, and it's just more weird than anything else. They they do seem like I mean I guess you make the excuse that the dark side's clouding everything, but they just act so buffoonish that they can't figure out, like especially when they when like Count Dooku basically tells him, yeah, there's a guy in extremely high power in the Senate who has control over everything. He's a Dark Lord of the Sith. Yeah, they're, getting, like, they're getting duped so And hard. they're just like, who? Who could it possibly be? Well, I don't know. We'll have to figure it out some other day because we've got a war to worry about now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, you have Mace Windu and uh, Yoda are kind of like 
buddied up a, wa- a lot in this movie. Yeah. And it's like you you think it would have some like great, great little uh, moments there, but it's like. <laughs> no. Just kind of. Samuel L. Jackson is like boring and not. Yeah, they the kind of character. Yeah, they took play. Yeah, they took his personality away from him really. Yeah. Well, that's and that's the problem with this whole these whole movies is that just nobody has a personality. It's yeah, like yeah, Padme the, is very like one note. Anakin's one note until he flips a little bit, and and that's and that's the problem with the romance. If you like the romance between Han and Leia felt real because we understood them as characters, because yeah. we understood their their likes, their dislikes, their what their their passions, the things they didn't like. Um, we, we understood them because they felt like people. Everybody in these prequels feels like 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 aliens, like Bizarro. I mean, I guess they are kind of aliens, but. They feel like <laughs> yeah, they, they just feel so yeah. detached from humanity. Like you can't really relate to this plight of a romance because it feels like lifeless and sexless. It's it's surface level at best. And um, and there's yeah, there's no chemistry there really. Yeah, so no, it really. doesn't feel like love, especially when like just you see Anakin being creepy and her not reciprocating it at first. So it's like, what are we supposed to take away from that? And then suddenly she's just even the, the even kiss, the kiss and she's into it. Even the kiss didn't seem like she was that into it, though. It was kind of weird. She sort of like looked over blankly and was kind of like, "What?" And then just and then he just leans in and then she just accepted it basically. Yeah, and, it was and then like, she oh. fell in love and then okay. it was a beautiful marriage. Yeah, because then when she says, "I've died every day, you've come back into my life," I'm God. like. What? <laughs> Since when? I've, I've been Where, dying we more and more. We, <laughs> we haven't seen that. We haven't yeah. seen that at all. At least with him, he's been. He's always acting yeah. like. Ew, ew, and then, yeah, like, and then like she, weird and she said, "Yeah, she said I love you," and then she's like deeply and. What did truly, she say? Deeply, truly, truly and deeply love you. Deeply love you. <laughs> she's like. <laughs> she You've known him like, for like three days. Yikes! It's but, so weird. And she hasn't even thought about him since he you left. Yeah. Oh, you're still that little boy I knew on Tatooine. Yeah. It was the first uh, thing. She always said. had the hots for you, though. Yeah. When you were a little boy. Well. Also, uh, I won't. I do want to comment on the score since I haven't ever reviewed so far. Um, I actually don't really like the score of this movie very much. Uh, uh, I can say this is some of, in my opinion, this is some of John Williams' weakest work. Hmm. I know some people, some fans are, they they love Across the Stars. That's the love theme. Yeah. I don't I don't really like it. I've never really... It's it's just... It feels too heavy-handed and inappropriate for this relationship. Like, mm-hmm. across the stars, you think of the star... You know, star-crossed lovers, like Romeo and Juliet, which is about yeah. the depth... It's, which is more or less the depth we get from the these two characters, except Romeo and Juliet... Don't, don't call me on this. Romeo and Juliet, I think, was Shakespeare's commentary on... Well, there's a lot of different stuff in that at play in that in that play, but like, it was the point was that they they didn't know each other. They were just kind of dumb teenagers, and that their their passions for each other ended up being being destructive because they they didn't understand the ramifications of what they were doing. Basically, yeah. Um, well, and I mean, I they also had such heavy-handed foreshadowing too, like the Obi Wan line about. Why do I think you're going to be the death, death of me? me? And then oh, the shadows. You mean all the shadow shots and silhouettes of Anakin with the bun, where it makes <laughs> oh, him yes, look like that, Darth Vader's that's... helmet and stuff. Well, yeah. that but... I kind of I kind of like that a little bit. That's um, that's fine. I'm been more like where they're literally like you know the 
we're gonna be it'll still be the destruction of us or our lives or something whatever there's like you know if we're if we are together this will destroy our lives and they're like yeah probably and then <laughs> like you have no reason to really think it would destroy your life to be <laughs> together right now but it's like yeah yeah it kind of does down the line doesn't it also i hate the la- i hate the battle all the, the big battle at the end of the movie because it's boring i don't like it i don't like that yeah i don't like any of that it, it's just yeah. i don't like it yeah <laughs> i I feel like all of the I feel like all of the action and stuff is executed much better, in even it's even executed much better in the Phantom Menace, which is crazy to say. It's more interesting in that movie. The lightsaber fight's more interesting. The yeah. the space yeah. battle's kind of terrible, um, but like the infiltration stuff is okay when they're like infiltrating the palace or whatever. Um, I really I really wanted him to like Anakin to be like, no, this is pod racing at some point <laughs> <laughs> in this movie. Just like. And like yeah. Obi Wan falls down into his speeder, and he's like, "This is now this is pod racing." No, you know Star yeah. Wars Racer Revenge on the PS2. Uh, uh, Anakin Skywalker in that is the older Anakin that you race as, uh-huh. and he even goes like, "This pod race is gonna be so wizard," <laughs> and it's just oh. like, "Okay, I don't, I don't like that." Diddy <laughs> hot, all right. Diddy hot. All right. All right so well, what would you rate this movie? What would I rate this movie? I rated uh, Phantom Menace six point five out of ten. Did I would give this one five, five out of ten. Okay. And I'm giving it a five out of ten because of uh, Padme's beauty. <laughs> boosts, it, boosts it up five boosts points. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, because okay, of the white I... outfit, I really, I literally wrote, wrote at the end of my notes: Natalie Portman, white outfit, exclamation yeah, it's, mark. It's it's great. I mean, she's she's great. And I think it's a great addition to the Star Wars universe. <laughs> that, that I mean, she changes outfit like ten times in this All movie. All the outfits are great. Well, no, they're some of them are weird, and I don't like them. <laughs> you like don't the like weird, like the fire. I don't like the fireplace scene one. It's just like it's so like it's like it's heavy. It's, it's heavy. Like the the whole yeah. light, the lighting of that scene. Yeah, the too, lighting it's like, contours. Okay, this this body like, like is, crazy. Yeah. This scene's not gonna end any other way but just true love. The hottest, the hottest of love. <laughs> they're, not gonna, they're not going to end and be yeah. like, yeah, we're not the best for each other. Let's part ways after we're at the sexy fireplace scene. You know, you know where it's going. Yeah. Five. All right. I give this movie 4.5. It's not great, man. God, it's not great. so creepy. <laughs> he is really creepy in this movie. <laughs> uh, and, and hey, you know, kudos, kudos, kudos to everyone trying their best with their dialogue. I, I honestly... Everyone has been giving Hayden Christensen more credit now. At least in this movie, I, I, even his delivery of the terrible lines is not good. So yeah, I mean yeah, but, it's a, it's just a miracle those that that worked. The fact that he was like, he transitioned from this not liking sand into touching her her soft, smooth skin to her the smooth kiss. Smooth skin. It was a it was a smooth like, wow. move. All right, it was great. <laughs> so oh, five out of ten. 4.5 out of 10. That gives us Tarkon's score 4.75 out of 10. That's what I like to see. Star Wars. You love Star Wars over here. We do love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> there's just there's just not... there's The creativity is just not as apparent in this movie. It's just everything feels like it's... Everything that's interesting, like the Coruscant stuff, feel, is just ripped straight out of another movie. 
Yeah, we're, yeah, we kind of lost the magic of uh, Star Wars along the way somewhere, haven't we? Yeah, somewhere in this movie. I, I don't know. There's there's a lot of good setting changes, and that's interesting. But then we have, like, two desert planets. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know. Camino, I again, I, I like Camino. The but... wipe cuts are still here, so the Star Wars spirit is alive. <laughs> <laughs> From... I, I felt like they weren't as apparent in this movie. Not as apparent, other. but yeah. every transition almost. There was a really nice one, I forget what it was exactly, where it was, like, the wipe that actually worked with the scene, the lighting of the scene. They went with mm -hmm. it. I forget where it was, but I was like, oh, that's nice. Was it memorable enough to, to remember? Well. Actually, remember. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. That's it. That's Attack of the Clones. Tune in next week. We will talk about Revenge of the Sith. And see my the, standing on and that the one. Force Awakens. And The Force Awakens. Uh, so you can tune in and see my standing on both those movies. A double dose. You see Zach standing on these movies. He's he's more the, the Star Wars casual. I'm like the core fan here. Well, now, now I'm a hardcore so. Star Wars fan. So now, now after Attack of the Clones, <laughs> nothing nothing's gonna make me more of a hardcore fan than that movie. I'm just such a fan of that outfit. <laughs> I mean, it's a great outfit. I'm a Padme stan. I'm here for All it. Right. All right. Thank you. That's it.